0: All right, everybody. Welcome to season three, episode twenty-three of Tapouts and Touchdowns. As always, it's your guy, Bully Rye, back at it again. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, thanks for making me part of your day. Presented by Anchor Podcasts. Quick reminder: you can find me on social media, uh, Twitter at Tapouts and TVs, Facebook is simply Tapouts and Touchdowns, and the email to the show Tapouts and Touchdowns at gmail.com. Remember wherever you get your podcast, like, subscribe, and leave a review. to will help others find my podcast on all platforms. Man, I can't believe we're almost we're almost to 30 episodes this season. I've been doing podcasting probably for about five years, and I've never had a season go this late. So pretty exciting stuff and coming off of a I wouldn't even call it an exciting weekend in college and pro football. A lot of, uh, of uh, what you might expect, uh, unfortunately, as a Gamecock fan, I had to deal with a uh, another insufferable loss <laughs> as South Carolina went down 28 to nothing in the first quarter to Tennessee. If you know me, uh, I have three teams in college that I hate uh, with a passion. It uh, starts off with Clemson, Ohio State, and then Tennessee rounds out the top. So a bad loss for South Carolina. But if you go to the other games, man, that Texas-Oklahoma, that Red River shootout, man, what a game that was. Oklahoma overcame a huge deficit to be able to knock off Texas. Uh, That Ole Miss-Arkansas game was a fun game in college. Uh, Two teams coming off of big losses, top teams. The week before, Ole Miss squeaking with a 52-51 win, almost a basketball score. And then how about alabama going down to texas a&m the first time an assistant of nick Saban, or a former assistant i should say of nick saban has gone on to defeat nick saban texas a&m upsets alabama 41 to 38. we get kentucky continuing to be undefeated uh, as they knock off lsu by a considerable 42 to 21 margin And then, uh, probably the game of the week, Penn State, Iowa, top five matchup. Iowa squeaks with the win. Uh, that's college football last week. Again, uh, you know, not much, not much really to talk about in the NFL. Um, outside of a a slew of more injuries, there have been so many injuries to star players this year that I can remember. I mean, you think about the running backs, uh, Baltimore lost two of their running backs before the season started. Uh, as did San Francisco. Christian McCaffrey has been dealing with an injury. Dalvin Cook has been dealing with an injury. Now we lose Saquon Barkley and Clyde Edwards-Elair, both of whom got hurt and is going are going to miss considerable time. Uh, but, it, you know, as far as scores go, Detroit, uh, you know, <laughs> my Detroit Lions finding another way to lose at the buzzer. The Panthers losing their deficit uh, or, or, or basic, you know, letting their game slip away to the Eagles. You had the Packers and Bengals. Nobody wanted to make a field goal to win that game. Packers finally did. Um, and then the big news to come out of uh, the NFL outside of Monday Night Football's Baltimore Ravens comeback victory was the uh, resignation of John Gruden. You know, you can you can listen to people who actually know what they're talking about when it comes to John Gruden and what he's done in the league and as, as an analyst, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm not going to dwell too much on it other than to say, you know, he knows he, he made the mistake. At this point, all he can do is own it if he wants another job. Uh, we're, we've probably seen John Gruden's last coaching stint, if not last career in football, after his resignation amidst the uh, revelations of his emails uh, sent, you know, upwards of 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. It's one of those situations. And, and here we are, the Raiders looking for a new coach. Uh, that was basically a, a football recap. Not Again, we had some, some interesting games last week. I don't want to keep overselling and calling them um, <laughs> exciting weeks. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, we did have some stuff to talk about. And in this week's opening bell, we're going to go over bullies buys or bullies breakouts and busts from week five and we're going to get right into it here with uh bullies breakouts uh from last week uh at quarterback my breakout player was rookie davis mills from the houston texans 312 passing yards to go along with three touchdowns in the texans lost to the new england patriots i chose mills over other guys because he had the lowest expectations going into week five uh um, He had only passed for a combined 357 yards, two touchdowns, while throwing five interceptions through the three previous games he played. And again, he's a rookie going up against a Bill Belichick defense. He nearly doubled his fantasy point uh, output in one game. A 30.68 fantasy day for Davis Mills, my breakout quarterback in week five. My breakout running back, I, I try to use breakouts as players that maybe not a whole lot of people are talking about or know about, whatever the case is. My running back breakout is somebody who has been talked about in fantasy circles over the last few years, and that's running back Miles Gaskin. Uh, last week, 25 rushing, uh, rushing yards, but 10 receptions for 74 yards and two touchdowns. My only, Miami only scored two touchdowns against Tampa in week four, and Gaskin had both of them. Reeled in all ten of his targets and doubled his total season fantasy fantasy output in this one game. Going into Week Five, he had a combined thirty-one point nine fantasy points. He had thirty-one point nine fantasy points in Week Five against Tampa Bay. My breakout running back in Week Five, Miles Gaskin of the Miami Dolphins. Honorable mention at wide receiver. I'm going to go with Robert Woods because I wouldn't consider it a breakout. But a wide receiver who has not seen a whole lot of action. He's, he's not really broken out like Cooper Cup has with Matt Stafford throwing the ball. Uh, honorable mention goes to Robert Woods. But my wide receiver breakout goes to wide receiver Kadarius Toney of the New York Giants. Last week, 10 receptions, 189 yards to go along with seven rushing yards. Uh, Before his ejection for fighting late in the game against the Cowboys, everyone on this offense either missed this game or got hurt in this game. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Saquon Barkley was injured in this game, looks to miss multiple weeks. Daniel Jones got hurt in this game with a concussion. They were already missing Sterling Shepard, among others. Uh, And Kadarius Toney was able to benefit from everyone else's misfortunes. Had his best day as a pro. Uh, The Giants still end up losing to the Cowboys, and as I mentioned, Kadarius Toney did get ejected late in this game. It's a rivalry game. NFC East, Cowboys-Giants. There's going to be some tempers flaring, and it got the best of the rookie. But Kadarius Toney, my breakout in week five. Uh, My breakout tight end, again, uh, not uh, someone who nobody's ever heard of, uh, but something he had never done before this game, and that's Cleveland Browns tight end David Njoku. Seven receptions, 149 yards, and a touchdown last week in their uh the Browns loss to the Chargers. Uh Browns, another team struggling with banged up passing game. I mentioned all the all the injuries to the Giants. Jarvis Landry has missed multiple weeks. Odell Beckham Jr. is coming off of his injury and still trying to get back to form. Uh Njoku was able to muster his first. 100-yard receiving game of his career, if you can believe that. Never before this week had David Njoku racked up 100-plus yards. He had 149 receiving yards in this game. uh, Reeling in all seven of his targets uh, for his Monster Fantasy Day uh, in Cleveland's, albeit tough loss, to the Chargers here in Week uh, 5. David Njoku, my tight end breakouts for Week 5. That was your breakouts, uh, going straight into bullies busts in week five. Uh, we're, we're gonna, you know, go right along here. Quarterback bust in week five goes to Sam Darnold, only 177 passing yards with a touchdown, but three interceptions. Looked more like the Sam Darnold from the New York Jets, having scored no less than 21 fantasy points in a game this season. Sam Darnold threw for less than 200 yards and doubled his interception total on the season. Uh, And the Panthers Week Five lost to the Eagles again. Sam Darnold looking more like the Eagles, or I'm sorry, the Jets. Sam Darnold of old. Uh, Sam Darnold my bust in Week Five. Running back bust. I also mentioned his injury. Uh, I gave him. I I made Ceh my uh, my fantasy bust at running back this week because before he was injured, he still had uh, 13 rushing yards, uh, one reception, 11 yards. I just I, I said woof. Uh, you know, the, the chiefs are now two and three on the season, uh, despite back to back 100 rushing games. Uh, he only carried the ball seven times before he went injured. Um, you know, and, and the loss to the bills was not a good looking loss. The bills dominated that game from start to finish the lowest out uh, yardage output for the season for CEH again having you know put into consideration that he also was injured in this game and has already been put on the IR as of airing of this podcast. Uh, but Clyde edwards E'Laire was my bust at running back for Week 5. My wide receiver bust in Week 5 goes to Adam Thielen. He's had a monster year so far this season, but in this game, two receptions for 40 yards. And what should have been an easy win for the Vikings— Uh, The Lions bottled up Thielen and only gave up three targets to the star wide receiver as Minnesota uh, needed a last-second field goal to knock off the winless Detroit Lions. And unfortunately for Thielen, Justin Jefferson saw eight targets and caught seven of them for 124 yards. So although uh, Adam Thielen has been uh, relatively productive so far this season, this was a big Justin Jefferson game, six fantasy points for Adam Thielen, in their uh, win against the Lions here in week five. Uh, My tight end bust goes to, uh, I almost said Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders tight end Darren Waller, 8.5 fantasy game, four receptions for 45 yards. Uh, In a surprising loss to the Bears, Waller saw eight targets but was only able to grab four and saw his lowest yardage output for the season and failed to find the end zone for the third time in five games, that's right, third time in five games in 2021, where Darren Waller uh, did not get into the end zone, which makes him my tight end bust for week five. Uh, so to recap, bullies breakouts in week five go to Davis Mills, Miles Gaskin, Kadarius Tony, and David and Joku, and bullies busts in week five go to Sam Darnold, Clyde Edwards-Elair, Adam Thielen, and Darren Waller. That's your opening bell. Bullies uh, breakouts and busts uh, coming up next. We're going to go into buys and sells for week six in fantasy football. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right here on Tapouts and Touchdowns. Bully ride for Tapouts and Touchdowns. PJ Steven, what do we have in store for the show on Monday. This Monday tap outs and touchdowns. Go spooky for Halloween Havoc 1997. You will see Chris Jericho and Gaeta from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Yuji Naganata with Ultima Dragon, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, along with Jacqueline and Disco Inferno, and we get, of course, Randy Savage and Diamond Dallas Page in a Las Vegas sudden deathmatch, and our main event, Rowdy Roddy Piper, with Hollywood Hulk Hogan in a steel cage. It's all here on Tapouts and Touchdowns, Monday, 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 Halloween Havoc, 1997. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, Welcome to Break It Down, where we're going to go over bullies, buys, and sells week six of the fantasy football season. Uh, before we get into it, I wanted to uh, make a little quick note here on the show. Uh, off topic from football, uh, recording the show Tuesday, October the 12th, and my Atlanta Braves just punched their ticket. NLCS, Freddie Freeman hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth inning as the Braves knock out the Brewers 5-4. to four. Uh, in game four of the NLDS, my Atlanta Braves going to the NLCS for the second time in uh, two years. Uh, I've already made a deal with one of the pickers on the show, Aaron, that if, uh, if Atlanta makes it to the World Series, we got to find a way to get there and catch a game uh, in Atlanta. I've never been to an Atlanta Braves home game. Uh, fun fact, I've only been to one Major League Baseball game in my entire life. That was a Atlanta Braves at LA Dodgers game in which the Braves lost. So maybe it's not the best of luck for me to go, but if another World Series comes this close to home, I can't help but to try to make it. So if you're listening and you got a hookup in case the Braves make the World Series, I'll at ya, boy, because your guy, bully, Rye has been dying to see a Braves game. What better, what better time to see them uh, than in the World Series if they make it past either the Giants or the Dodgers. Uh, who are, uh, maybe by the time this this airs, have already wrapped up as well. Hopefully so. Um, I'm an anti-Dodger fan, so uh, let's go Giants. Um, But let's get into it. Let's get into break it down. We're going to go over buys and sells. Uh, Last week, middle of the pack, I told you to buy in on Leonard Fournette and Dalton Schultz, and it paid off. Uh, Fournette, 14 points, scored 21. Schultz projected 9, got 13.9. I sold you on Trey Lance and Brandon Cooks. Uh, Trey Lance projected 21 points, scored 14.58, also went down in that game. And despite uh, Davis Mills having a career day, Brandon Cooks was projected 16.7 points, actually scored 5.3. Uh, I was wrong when I told you to buy in on Mac Jones and Corey Davis. Mac Jones was projected 18, actually got 13.5. Corey Davis projected 12, scored 8.5, and I sold on Josh Jacobs, and projected 14.3, squeaked over him with a 16.7-point fantasy day, and the one that hurts me the most is because I drafted this guy in one of my leagues. He hadn't been doing anything, so I decided to bench him. Played in the London game, scored his first career NFL touchdown. Kyle Pitts projected 10.2 in week five, uh, scored 26.9 points, For a grand total of 4 and 4 on the week uh, for your guy here in uh, buys and sells. Gives me a total, if I'm not mistaken, of 10 and 14 on the season. I will check those numbers and make sure that I have the absolute accurate numbers. Um, Yep, I was absolutely right. I am 10 and 14 on the seasons with my buys and sells. So hopefully here... My buys and sells in week six will lead you to a victory in your fantasy week uh, coming up. Without further ado, let's break it down and get right into it. Quarterback buy for this week goes to Indianapolis Colts. Quarterback Carson Wentz projected 19.9 points. Came off a 400-yard performance on Monday football, Monday Night Football, albeit in a loss. Wentz has seven touchdowns and only three turnovers on the season that of those three turnovers, two were fumbles. He's only thrown one interception on the year, and although the Texans uh, bottled up Mac Jones uh, last week, the Texans are just bad, uh, and they're middle of the pack against quarterbacks in fantasy uh, this season. Carson Wentz, uh, the Colts are going to be playing motivated base uh, motivated baseball. I've still got my mind on the Braves game. Uh, motivated football after giving up a big lead to the Ravens on Monday Night Football. Carson Wentz, my quarterback by In week six, my running back by goes to Chicago Bears running back. Damian Williams currently projected at 13.8 points. Uh, Williams found the end zone in the Bears first game without injured starter David Montgomery. And now they draw a rivalry game with the Green Bay Packers, who have been hit or miss against running backs this season. To be to be quite frank, I fully expect Williams to find the end zone again this week. Uh, which is why I'm going with Damian Williams. I actually picked him up in a couple of leagues. I'm starting him in my flex this week. Um, I think you could do worse than Damian Williams, which is why I'm buying in on him in week six. Uh, my wide receiver buy in week six goes to Philadelphia Eagles rookie Devonte Smith, currently projected fourteen point three points. Uh, that's a really high projection to exceed, uh, and the but the Bucks how Bucks somehow are the second-worst defense against wide receivers, probably a result of their banged-up secondary. They went out and signed Richard Sherman, uh, played him a mere few days after he was signed. Uh, Banged-up secondary here in Tampa Bay. Uh, Smith coming up back-to-back, seven reception games and double-digit fantasy games in three of five this season, despite his lone touchdown scoring in Week 1. Uh, I'm going hard on Devontae Smith this week. I think he might be able to find the end zone here for the Eagles. Uh, go hard on Devontae Smith. Uh, my tight end bye uh, for week six goes to Miami Dolphins tight end Mike Gesicki. He's currently projected 11 points, uh, and there's a possibility that Tua comes off of IR this week, uh, and they're going to play in London as the uh, Falcons did this past weekend. the The Dolphins pick the— Jaguars here in London, Uh, a Jacksonville team who's already bottom 10 of the league against tight ends in fantasy. If he gets to a back, uh, bodes well for Gasicki. Before the loss to Tampa last week, had combined for 15 receptions, 143 yards and a touchdown in his previous two games. So despite having a bad week last week against the Bucs, Mike Gasicki was was coming along, uh, even without Tua Tagovailoa, so uh, a good start here uh, at tight end for this week in week six, go Mike Gesicki. Uh, my cells going into week six. Uh, some of them should be as, as, as of no surprise. Uh, first off quarterback, I'm going to, going to bench Derek Carr. Uh, if you're even contemplating starting him at this point, projected 18.8 points. I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, the Raiders are a mess. Uh, head coach, John Gruden resigned during Monday night football Uh, Amongst the controversial emails uh, being released, Uh, Derek Carr coming off a 200-yard and no touchdown with an interception game against the Bears. Now they draw a Broncos team ranked second against quarterbacks in fantasy this season. Uh, Stay away from Derek Carr in week six. Uh, Running back that I'm staying away from in week six, uh, this may be surprising, Dalvin Cook. Uh, Currently, again, this, this show is recording on Tuesday the 12th. Currently projected 18.8 points, but is still listed as questionable uh, wherever you are looking at your rosters. Uh, this game uh, was was going to feature uh, two first-round fantasy running backs with the Vikings taking on the Panthers this week. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey and Cook both have now missed multiple weeks, uh, multiple games due to injury. Uh, Cook's projection uh, was again as of today, uh, but it's not known if he'll even play this week and the only game he's played since his ankle injury was a 34-yard, two-reception, 10-yard outing against the Browns in Week (laughs) 4. Combine all that with the fact that the Panthers are allowing the fewest points to running backs in fantasy this season. Even if Cook plays, I don't expect him to do much. Uh, I personally think the Vikings should sit him one more week, let Madison Alexander Madison, that is, uh, get the bulk of the carries, let uh, Dalvin Cook sort of get healthy, uh, which is why I'm staying away from Dalvin Cook this week. My wide receivers stay away from this week should come as no surprise. Uh, I mentioned him briefly uh, when I was discussing um, the uh, breakouts and busts. Uh, and that's wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. of the Cleveland Browns uh, currently projected 12.6 points. Uh, I'm not going to go It's again, not much, not going on much of a limb here. OBJ has played three games this season coming off of his ACL injury from last season and is only averaging three receptions a game. They're playing an undefeated Cardinals team who has been suspect at times against the pass. Uh, but OBJ will not get it together in time for the game this week. Uh, and if you are going to start him, don't. Uh, there was some some talk this week already on Ray sports talk radio Where could Odell Beckham get traded uh, to to rejuvenate his career uh, as Antonio Brown has done in Tampa Bay? Uh, So so there's a chance that Odell Beckham doesn't finish this season with the Browns, uh, but for sure, you don't want to play him this week. Uh, Stay away from Odell Beckham in week six. This is another player. My tight end sell for week six is something that hurts my heart, and that's Detroit Lions tight end TJ Hawkinson currently projected 11 points despite not being able to name more than a couple of wide receivers for Detroit, Hawkinson's hot start has turned into ice 16 receptions and two scores through, uh, through weeks one and two, the last three weeks, weeks three through five, eight receptions for 74 yards and zero touchdowns. Uh, the Bengals ranked fifth against tight ends in fantasy this season, uh, look for another letdown game by Hawk this week. Uh, again, I mentioned a few a few weeks ago, and I've been I've been on the train for guys like Dawson Knox, Dalton Schultz. If you've got some of those guys available, it might be time to give them a shot over T.J. Hawkinson. I know I did, uh, so stay away from T.J. Hawkinson this week. Uh, so a quick recap: bullies buys and sells quarterback at uh, uh, buy quarterback Carson Wentz running back Damian Williams, wide receiver Devontae Smith, tight end Mike Gasicki, uh, my cells, quarterback Derek Carr, running back Dalvin Cook, wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., and tight end TJ Hawkinson. Coming up next in your main event, Frick's Picks number 5. We go and pick five more games in football for the upcoming week. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right here on Tap House and Touchdowns. All right, everybody, welcome to the main event of the evening, Frick's Picks number five here on season three, halfhouse and Touchdown. Quick reminder to where you can follow me on social media just in case there is a game that you want picked or players that you want dove into for uh, fantasy football purposes uh, on Twitter. And search for at give me a follow. Uh, like me on Facebook at Tapouts and Touchdowns and you can email the show, touchdowns at gmail.com you can also send messages to the Facebook page that will come directly to me uh, so feel free if you want anything covered to let me know uh, Frick's Picks number 5 coming right up here on the main event, uh, standings have changed a little bit, your guy had a bad week uh, man, and when I say a bad week, it was bad uh, your guy went, uh, believe it or not, two and three. And we had two perfect weeks in week number four for Frick's Picks. Uh, both a Aaron and Volley Poly went 5 and 0. Oh, so the current standings are as follows. Uh, Buck sits at the top of the leaderboard, 13 and 7 on the year. Volley Polly, 12 and 8. Uh, myself is now uh, yours truly, Bully Rye, now tied. With AA Ron for the bottom spot, both sitting at 11 9 after a lackluster week uh, here this past week. Let's get back on the right track here in Fritz picks number five. A couple of really fun college football games to look at. Uh, First off, number 12, Oklahoma State, going to number 25, Texas, coming off of a heartbreaking uh, loss where Texas blew a big second half lead to their rival, Oklahoma. Across the board, nobody has faith in Oklahoma State. Everybody thinks Texas is going to bounce back. Uh, The board gives the win to number 25, Texas, at home. The other college football game we're picking, number 11, Kentucky, 5-0, ranked in the top 12 for the first time in probably the last 13 years, uh, to going and traveling to the new number one team in the country, the Georgia Bulldogs also undefeated your SEC game of the week only one person has picked Kentucky to knock off Georgia. AAron is taking Kentucky yourself uh, yourself. yours truly Buck and Volley Polly have all gone with number one Georgia. the NFL uh, three games I don't know if you call them fun games to pick. we got another London game as I mentioned in Break it Down. Uh, Miami Dolphins, I I would say, travel to Jacksonville. They are the away team against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Similarly to the Kentucky Georgia game, only one person took the Miami Dolphins, and that's your guy, Bully Rye. Uh, A-Ron Buck and Volley Polly all took Jacksonville. I'm going out on a limb and calling Miami to pull, I guess you'd call it an upset, but it's not really much of an upset because Jacksonville, even with a new coach, uh, a new quarterback, uh, a new offense, Uh, They're just still not good. I've got the Dolphins going over the Jags. The uh, later game, you've got the Arizona Cardinals. Again, mentioned this this game a few times on the show, taking on the Cleveland Browns. And again, similar to the Oklahoma State-Texas game, the board is unanimous. Everybody has got Arizona remaining undefeated. The board is taking Arizona to knock off Cleveland. Finally, Uh, The Las Vegas Raiders travel to the Denver Broncos. You know, I'll be honest, and and maybe uh, everybody else could have had the same opportunity to as well. Uh, Before the departure of uh, John Gruden, I had Vegas winning this game, but it is now a 50-50 split. A A Ron and Buck are taking Las Vegas. Yours truly and Volley Polly are taking the Denver Broncos uh, to win a game. Uh, that, you know, maybe didn't look winnable before now. Uh, Again, the Raiders are just a mess. Uh, You don't know what's going to happen to the team after the departure of Gruden. Maybe they're better without Gruden. Maybe there was some sort of morale issue uh, with the team. Maybe they get even better without Gruden, but I don't see it this week going with the Broncos on the upset against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, That's your football show this week Uh, coming up on Monday for the show. uh, As you've probably already heard in the ad earlier in the show, Halloween Havoc 1997, a follow up of this past week's uh, show where we reviewed Fall Brawl 1997. Uh, The ensuing pay-per-view Halloween Havoc 1997 will get reviewed on the show and then more fantasy football talk come next week. Uh, you've also got the, uh, you know, this the show will air uh, before uh, the next wrestling pay-per-view. The Saudi Arabian Crown Jewel, where I believe they are going to, to crown the King of the Ring and the Queen's Crown uh, Tournament champion, uh, should be taking place a week from today, a week from the day that this show is airing. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, some some fun stuff coming in the world of professional wrestling. If you're not paying attention, you need to be. And if you're not watching football, you should be doing that as well. A lot of really fun stuff in my world going on right now. Uh, so make sure you're paying attention. Uh, but that's it for today's show. As always, it's your guy, Bully Rye. We'll see you next time right here on Tapouts and Touchdowns.